If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Hey, everybody. The engineer who recorded our show in D.C. forgot to record my intro line to the show. Now, since I totally June this movie, which means I don't remember a goddamn thing about it, I imagine my intro line was something like this. It's about siblings. It's about the supernatural. It's about your reaction when someone tells you your sister is a werewolf. That's right. We saw Howling 2, Your Sister's a Werewolf. So you know what that means. What's a nigga grow a baby in his belly? Rock a rhinestone vest while ripping Justin to Kelly. Or maybe see a burlesque show with Nick Crow. And take a boat with speed to hitting cruise control. J-Man, Big Paul, and the beautiful Jewel. Gonna take you from the groove all the way to the room. Ran the games of Street Fighter, helped to blow off steam. Just a sucker punch the odd life of Timothy Green. Sharknado, the birdemic, how we staying alive. They call it in the badass, and he's on the line. Cranking 88 minutes, cause they cool as ice. Cause a bad Jim Varney Looking kind and nice Paul and June getting literal Jason is getting laid June is making sure All the monkey shots getting paid They judge a bunch of movies While they're making the grade Here's a real question for you How did this get made? Excited to be here in the Lincoln Theater. I'm going to say it's our home in D.C. I think this is our home here. We have so much to talk about tonight. The Howling 2. If you've not seen Howling 1, don't worry, neither did the director. Uh, joining me tonight to talk about this is my co-host. Please welcome Jason Mansukas. (laughs) 
No, we're supposed to, we're supposed to get him out of the way. Oh, babies have to yeah. get out of the way. Screw you, baby, what's up, jerks? Welcome, welcome, Jason. How are you guys, what's happening? Wow. Wow. Not enough people making noise. <laughs> How are you guys doing? All right, all right. Guys, I'm not gonna lie, great looking crowd. <laughs> this is better than any Kennedy Center honor crowd I've ever seen. Yep. Much better. Yeah, go ahead. The year is 1986. It is, we're, right we're, now? Right now. Were you at the theater to see The Howling 2? I did not, I've never seen this movie. And, and, and spoiler alert, I have never seen Howling 1 that I am assuming is just called The Howling. Howling 1. Well, how, can you imagine the brazenness of naming something, something 1? <laughs> to be like, I'm naming this The Howling 1. Well, that kind of presumes there will be more than one. I, I feel like uh, The Howling One was very good. It was directed by Joe Dante. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gremlins. Yes. Joe Dante, who was... How many Gremlins in the audience tonight? <laughs> you can tell by their colorful outfits. Yeah. Gremlins in the balcony. <laughs> but remember, for all you Gremlins in the audience, you cannot eat past midnight. Guys, we're, we're, and we can't get... And, and guys, guys, don't get wet. I, you're you saying gremlin, a, everybody else get as wet as you want. You're saying it in a way that but, makes it dirty. But if you get wet, don't get it on the gremlins. No. You're saying it in a very dirty way. They mean physically, don't get wet with water. Yeah, but also don't get wet. No. Gremlins can come all they want. It does not transfer. Mob wives do not become gremlins if they come. That is Be a honest. misnomer. Be honest. It's Halloween soon. Who's dressing up as a horny gremlin? Really? <laughs> Lady, calm down. Well, Jason, uh, <laughs> howling to... <laughs> Literally, the show has just started, ma'am. You will have passed by the end of the night. She screamed herself to death. They didn't even get the second opinions and I, she was dead. I guess we should bury her dressed as a horny gremlin? It was the last thing she cheered. So, Jason. Yes, Paul. The Howling 2, Christopher Lee, ah, uh, Christopher Danning. Lee. Movie, partially. Uh, keep going. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, like, I, were you familiar with Sybil Danning? Is that like a person that you. No. No, neither did I. No, I knew nothing about any. Besides Christopher Lee, Saruman, yeah. for yeah. those in the Lord of the Rings. Um. Uh, I did not know anybody in this movie, um, shockingly, um, except for the man that looked like young Jimmy Smits. Right? Loved. Right? I loved People young seem Jimmy into Smits. that. People seem into that. She gets it. I loved young Jimmy Smits, and I also loved not Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yep. I get Those it. Are some I get it. <laughs> Um, well, we have a lot to talk about tonight, a lot to go over. Oh, tonight yeah. is a How Did This Get Made uh, all-star show in the sense that we are bringing out not one, but two guests tonight. 
Um, and let me introduce you to our first guest. Now, our first guest, you could see her on the Amazon show One Mississippi. She performs at the UCB and Largo Theater with Wild Horses. Please welcome Stephanie Allen. Woo! Welcome. Do you have a mic? We'll get you over. Welcome, welcome. Forgot your mic, Steph. You forgot your mic. Whatever you do, don't tell the listeners what this is about. Because that's just for us. (laughs) Stephanie, you watch this movie, not here tonight, right? You watched it. Yeah, previously. I watched mine on an airplane. Uh, It was very uncomfortable for everyone involved. Yeah. Really? I, well, spoiler alert, there's I, a lot of boobs in this movie. Which I found out mid-flight. Um, I covered it up with a cocktail napkin at certain points. Okay. I didn't want to seem like a real pervo. I, I really felt like, and this movie, like, even when they're not naked, it looks like, excuse what me, are you yeah. watching? Excuse me, ma'am, can, uh, there's boobs on my screen. Can I get a cocktail napkin? Uh, it was not, it's not good, it's not good for the iPad, this movie. Um, what was, your, what was your first reaction to this? I mean, obviously, I don't think you... I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I never heard of the movie. I had never heard of it. Or the series. Yeah, there's a lot of these howling movies. Yeah. Is there really? Yes. Like, it's based on a book, uh, and there's multiple chapters to the book. Or, or is it books. based on... Can I ask a question? And this is a little bit of ignorance on my part. Is it based on the tale of two cities? <laughs> I mean, isn't everything? Los Angeles, in this case, Los Angeles and Transylvania. (laughs) The village in Transylvania. I mean, this whole movie is not shot in any of these places, right? (laughs) This this movie could have been shot in someone's parking lot. Yes! I know, like, there is a good, they're like, we're going to Silver Lake. And then they show a shot, and you're like, no way. What is that? No way. (laughs) This whole movie was definitely shot someplace weird. (laughs) I feel like this movie was shot after hours on the Universal backlot. They're like, quick, shut up, we can shoot it. One take. Let's go. We got it. Moving on. Everything is something they can just grab. Yeah. Like, can you just do this over here? Yeah, let's go right. We got that. We got this. Um, well, we have a lot to talk about, and we'll talk about it with our second special guest tonight, who also can be seen on One Mississippi, which is on Amazon, season two right now. She has a book called I'm Just a Person. She's currently on tour through December. Please welcome Tig Notaro. Woo! Welcome. Hello. Hooray! Welcome, Tig. <laughs> Hello, my dear. Oh. oh, so exciting. Uh, Tig. Oh. Howling to first thoughts out of the gate. You watch this movie, we assign this movie to you. Yes. (laughs) You did. You're welcome. Now, let me tell you something. I am not the biggest moviegoer. Sure. Nor television watcher. (laughs) I... Nor book reader. (laughs) Or radio listener. (laughs) I don't care for music. Or... Exercise. <laughs> no, I really work on my abs. Don't oh, say. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I. I you love... did backstage say I have an eight pack now. <laughs> I have a keg. I 
love music. This has nothing to do with what happened <laughs> in the process of getting the homework to watch this movie. <sighs> Stephanie and I were in New York with, we have twin babies and we were staying at her, please be seated. And uh, we were staying at her mother's farmhouse, hanging out with the babies. Are you emailing somebody right no. now? Because I, I'm overdue for a nap. Um, so we're in New York. We have them on Spike. Please, Skype, please welcome. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> so we're at the farmhouse. I also have some work in the city of New York. And, uh, and we're like, we're going to watch the movie when we get to the Benson Ball. And that was, we got here yesterday. Today we're like, we're going to watch the movie. So we get the movie, and we snuggle in like a bunch of <laughs> lesbo baggins <laughs> in the bed. Is that because you guys have those big, giant, hairy feet? <laughs> that's exactly why. No, that's not why. <laughs> no, that is why. No, I thought that was unrelated. No, that is why. Oh, all right. Anyway, we're lying in bed, I'm snuggling. trying really hard to find a way to make a hobbit hole joke. It doesn't matter. Let's keep moving. It does matter, but let's keep it moving. <laughs> We're snuggling up a storm, okay? Two minutes in, I fall asleep. <laughs> Hear me out. I wake up like 40 minutes later. I have a slight awareness that I've been asleep for a while. And I thought, oh, well, maybe Stephanie doesn't realize that I was sleeping because I was lying there looking at the screen. And then I, I looked up at her and I said, I fell asleep. And she said, I know. And I said, you did? How did you know? And she said, well, I could hear you snoring, for one. And number two, you have constant quips, typically. And you were silent during the worst movie. <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. That is like a real betrayal to leave her alone. <laughs> to experience this alone. I could not experience. believe she didn't continue to be like, yeah. hey, wake up. You have to. She really let me snooze. Let you it relax. Out. Yeah. But I'm here and I'm queer and you better get used to it. That's the end of the story? I'm gonna The end of the story is I'm here, I'm queer, get used to it? You really kind of turned it into Shame. a political statement. Boo. It was just Listen. about watching Boo. this movie. When I say I'm here, I'm queer, get used to it, I mean I picture us in the back of a pickup truck, driving through town, honking at people, saying, check out what we're doing. If you can't deal with it, we'll circle back around until get, you get, get used, used to, to it. it. Yeah. But I also mean I've shown up in person ready to talk about this movie that I snooze through 40 minutes of. <laughs> by, by the way, by the way, I suspect you would be able to make as much sense yeah. of it as the rest of us. Yeah. It kind of felt like nothing mattered when I, I woke up. I think that is true. Today's podcast is brought to you by... 
Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places and I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the Cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. The movie does have, I think, one of the best openings here, which is... It I opens saw with, the opening. Yeah, I figured that much Just you Christopher got. Just Christopher Lee in space. Christopher Lee in space. Saying, but what does this signify? Let's see. The inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with her blood. Okay, and hold on one second. Yes. On the hairy beast. I also need to mention that we could not get this on iTunes yeah, or yeah. Amazon. It's on iTunes. It's on iTunes. I know. I don't know my password. <laughs> You are really filling in for Hold June on. Hardcore right Hold now. Hold on. Hold on. I'm here. I'm queer. Tig? Get used to it. Jason, How get used dare to you. it. How oh. Stephanie found Tig it. Tig Millicent Nataro, what are you talking about? Stephanie found the movie on YouTube. And as I'm watching this, this is around where I fell asleep. The opening and, seconds. And... And because it was on YouTube, it only shows 
a very small square, which was only a close-up of his nose. What? What were you watching? And so (laughs) the whole movie was a close-up of like two inches. Yeah, because you don't know. We tried like all her possible passwords. It didn't work. I don't have enough (laughs) space on my computer to to download anything. We're now, is like, anybody we're in the crowd it. a Mac genius or work for the Geek Squad? <laughs> Can you help these two out? Here's the thing. My assistant is in town with us, and I texted him to find out, help, oh, um, what my password was, but he was looking he at... He shouldn't mo- know. He was looking at monuments. <laughs> <laughs> he should have it on okay. his phone at a Here's moment's notice. Here's at a things. monument's notice. At a monument's notice. Two things. A, he should not have your Don't password. Don't you groan at me. He should he not have your password. Every and B, he B you should been... fire him because no matter what fucking monument this jackoff is at, he should be able to answer you your question him. immediately. He is not he a jackoff. He seems jack like off. a lovely man <laughs> who's a straight-up moron. It is. No, this is. We are talking about Mr. Thomas. And Mr. Thomas has all okay, of... Okay, so he goes by Mr. Thomas? Because you no. said, no, this is my assistant, only, Mr. Thomas. Only recently, because we went to Memphis and we stayed with my family there, and I was, please settle down. Yes, I said Memphis. <laughs> I was upstairs at my cousin's house. Thomas was downstairs. I was yelling to him, probably to find out a password of mine. Mm-hmm. And my cousin's son said, Mr. Thomas... Um, Tig's calling for you. And Thomas and I were like, did he just say Mr. Thomas? Uh, and it was really... And, and Mr. Thomas is a young man. The first time you're called Mr. is a, is yeah. a, is yeah. a moment. Yeah. Well, he's now Mr. Thomas oh, in oh, our life. Great. I'm um, only going to call him Mr. Thomas. But he has all of my passwords. And I had a conversation with him once when I said, if I'm robbed blind... You did it. You did it. <laughs> Mr. Thomas. Well, and, of course I know who did this, Mr. Thomas. Anyway, yeah, not a I real need to name, head man. out. Well, you, you fell asleep. You fell asleep within the first 40 seconds. The movie is 91 minutes. A um, couple interesting things about this movie right out of the gate. Um, it is called The Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf. Lest but there that be is any just, doubts. But yet that is only one of the titles it has been marketed under. It was been released as She-Wolf. Bark at the Moon, It's Not Over Yet, and Sturba, The Werewolf Bitch. <laughs> That's what we watched. We watched you Sturba, watched Sturba, Sturba the, the Werewolf, Werewolf Bitch. Yeah. yeah, I woke what? up and I saw That's that. That's what YouTube called it. In fact, we got through the whole movie, and at the end, Stephanie said, I'm scared we just watched Howling 1. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would be amazing. When it's, if you watch it on YouTube, when we started it, it said it was two hours and 30 minutes, and I was like, Jesus Christ. And I was like, this is going to be a glorious nap. <laughs> <laughs> but they just repeat it within the same YouTube video. So in the middle of it, it ended, and I, we were both like, did it just start over, or was that just... <laughs> this really seemed like a hellish experience for you guys. You guys were We put- loved it. <laughs> This that, is fantastic. That was like when I, I went to go see Requiem for a Dream, and Hilarious. they put the wrong reel in the middle. Like, so you watched most of the movie, and then they put the same reel back on. And I was like, oh, I guess we, we're supposed to watch it differently now? Like, I've already seen this. Like, I accepted it as 
like he, that's how the, that's okay the intention. that's the intention of the director to watch the same 40 minutes again with different meaning and only did I realize after those like 30 minutes that projectionist came out and said I'm sorry we made a horrible mistake uh, we, we're not going to stop it just continue to watch it and then we'll get back on track not a good way to watch that movie <laughs> so uh, this movie it picks up right where Howling One lefts off, uh, leaves off, right. but they change the main actress. Uh, uh, Sybil Danning it takes over for the actress that was in the first movie. So the reporter character... Yes. Uh, is it Jennifer or Jessica? Uh, her name is... Does it matter? Yeah. What is it? Karen. <laughs> Wait, it's Karen? I thought I heard someone say Karen. Wait, is... Her name's not Karen, right? Everybody yeah, yeah, say Karen, Yes, Karen is the dead sister. Oh, Karen's the dead sister, okay. Yes, the report, who, the report. who becomes Sturba? No. Does she? Isn't Karen... I don't feel like you guys are on the no. same page. JK, I, you are. I thought that Karen no. was the one that they would bury. No, Christopher Lee kills Karen. I thought they took that body and brought it over to the thing. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Guys, we're so early in and there's universal revolt from the audience. Like, these people are going to straight up kill us. <laughs> Is right. there, are, do, are there people here tonight that saw this movie? They just wrote? saw it before no, this. No, 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 I know. I have more to my sense. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> my question. They were like, I actually don't think this is bad. You watched and you were like, mwah, mwah. I will but, say like, on the level of movies that we watched, I found this to be thoroughly entertaining the whole way through. Yes. Like I would... Compared, compared to a lot of the stuff we've been forced to watch, this was very watchable. Yeah. I will say. Well, and I think what's watchable about it is the love story between um, not Jamie Lee Curtis... And Ben, it's when you see chemistry like that pop, it's I'm in. I'm I was, in. <laughs> I was shocked to find out that he was a character that was gonna last through the whole movie. <laughs> like at the beginning, he's set up yeah. to be like, I don't buy this for a second. And then you're like, okay, uh, Karen, not her name. What's her name? Jenny? Yeah. Okay, okay. Jenny, I felt like it's going to be Jenny's story. She's the, the reporter. She's going to figure this out. She's going to get to the bottom of this. And then this clown uh, tags along for the whole fucking show. And they seemingly don't know each other at all. Right. Yeah. And then, like, this is his reaction when Christopher Lee reveals pretty important information. But hold on, about Paul, before you, Paul, before you start, yes. pretty cool graffiti. Uh, it's just like almost it's like an symbolically Olympic... re like represents. I feel like the boobs that the movie is going to show you pretty soon. It's either that or it's it's a Tig's fly. or it's Tig's password zero 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 pound. <laughs> <laughs> That's to remind you what your password is. Thomas. <laughs> Please, everybody, if you're a fan, change your passwords to zero 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 pound. <laughs> But make one of the zeros an O to keep the, you know, the, yeah, you know the or, or overlap them if you can. So it's three-fifths of the Olympic rings plus pound. Um, so here is some, some pretty solid uh, How dare you. acting. <laughs> Mr. Crossco, 
I remember this. How do you know my name? Hmm? I've seen you on television. What do you know about the death of Karen White? I know that she is a werewolf. Oh. <laughs> and he just walks away. <laughs> Who drops that bomb and walks away? It. That guy. You said your sister is a werewolf. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> I could, that is amazing. I could talk for the next, I'm gonna be honest, four hours about this band. <laughs> yes. This. I wanna get into this. DC, I wanna talk about this with you. <laughs> so stop this. recording right now. Just kidding, keep recording. Just to put something out there, two things about Christopher Lee. He only agreed to do this movie because it was a werewolf movie. He never done a werewolf movie. Just checking him off the list. Checking him off the list. Also admitted that when the other actors were on set, uh, not Jamie Lee Curtis and Ben, he would walk off set because he was so distraught by their acting. <laughs> so... That's there. And then finally, when he did do Gremlins 2, before he accepted the role, he apologized to the director of The Howling 1 for being associated with The Howling 2. These are things that we know about. Wow. Really. wow. Um, so they go to this, and I want to keep on saying vampire because everything about this movie reads vampire to me. It's like there are werewolves, but they like to me, I understand a werewolf story as being like, I turn into a werewolf. I don't know what I'm doing. I was bitten. Or I'm, but I'm wild. I'm not this person. But here, when they turn into a werewolf, they're just kind of like hairy versions of themselves that seemingly are perfectly, like, communicative. Like, they're not wild. They're reasonable. Yeah. They have some sort of a... they, they, They are hungry, and they attack people, but they seem much more interested in werewolf on werewolf orgies. Like, yeah. they, don't even, they don't even seem to want too much of humans other than to feed on them every once in a while. They really want to get down, like, to the bone zone with a bunch of other hairy werewolves. This, the werewolf sex in this movie... Is gross times a million? It's insane. It's insane. It, it's, like, it's like being in the worst acting class. Yes. Where you, oh. you know, it's like, yeah, you're a wolf. Like, arr, arr. And, and they're like, they're not even kissing. They're just like, arr, arr. And you know what I feel like? Now. I felt like because the werewolf sex, they're all made up in hair. I feel like they couldn't touch each other because the hair would come off. <laughs> I feel like the special effects dictated the fact that they couldn't touch each other. So all the sex scenes are like, arr, arr. Like right up against, but not. There was no physical contact whatsoever, except the like the hair. The hair was like beyond gross. Yeah. It's it's cheap, and but it's like they keep on. It's cheap. It's, yes, it is. Um, another <laughs> another side note about this movie is that um, <laughs> there were werewolves. It's a werewolf movie. They got sent a crate of costumes that said Planet of the Apes on it. And they opened it up, and it's all ape costumes. And the director's like, uh, it's a werewolf movie. They can't be apes. And the studio said, yeah, you'll make it work. <laughs> so uh, the reason why... I have, I have an update. Most of, the, most of the werewolves just look like straight-up monkeys. Um, 
Do you know what the budget was? The budget, I, I, we looked around, we could not find it. I know how much it made on DVD, but that doesn't seem to be... How much is that? Like uh, $57,000? $57, this is a movie that is about yeah. werewolves that the movie Teen Wolf makes look like... Gar like, Teen Wolf has much better special effects. And Teen Wolf, it looks terrible. But, it, but I feel like it's that chewing of scenery. Like, like even the sex scene is like, oh, they're so sexual. But it's not. It's, it's no. like, it's, it's, it's so like what, gross. Like, when you, see an, when you see an orgy in a movie, you're like, ooh, that's an orgy. But then wait, when you go you to like? an orgy, I imagine you'd be like, wait ew, gross. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait no, a minute. No, you know what I'm wait, saying? Wait, what do you, wait. When you <laughs> see a movie an orgy. and an, or like, an orgy in a movie, I don't like, know, like, ooh, I'm just saying that there's something ooh, like. Ooh, that's an orgy. That's what you're like? No, I'm just saying, like, in a movie, it's, like, sexualized in a way that oh, seems like. I wish June was here. Uh, I have a point, which is this, which is, like, when you see a movie, when you see it in a movie, there's something, like, at least sexual about it. Yeah. But then I guess in reality, it would be really gross. And this movie is the really gross. It's like, yeah. oh, an orgy's happening. I feel uncomfortable watching it. Yeah. I shouldn't be here. Like, well, it, like, having someone sleeping on me and then, like, seeing, like, these weird boobs and it's, like, and then they turn into a werewolf and it's not sensual and you're just, no. like... And, and it is that feeling where you're so aware of their, like, acting of, like, I'm, like, hot. And then, like, as a viewer, you're like, I don't know what a body looks like. I don't know what sex is. Like, I can't wrap my mind around. And meanwhile, I'm just like. And, and like, I would, I would be lying there thinking, like, if Tig woke up and just looked at this, like, what is this? It's, it's unnerving. How would I catch her up? <laughs> because even dogs, like, dogs don't just, like, circle each other, like, arr, arr, like, and they, they just, right. they're almost, like, posing for each other. It is, it is the world's worst acting class sex scene. And it happens midway in where all of a sudden I was like, oh, wow, they just, like, show, like, a boob. And then it's, like, nudity and sex where you're like, I guess that's, Sex? <laughs> the or yeah, the orgy is oh, all the or the threesome. They first they have the threesome. Right. They have sex for every sex scene. I was like, oh, this is. I wrote. I continue to write. This is the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Least sexy three way ever. Um, uh, werewolf sex is awful. Uh, these are actual notes that I wrote. I wrote werewolf orgy barf. Um, I, I just saw this in my notes, too, that during the orgy, my headphone jack came out of my iPad. <laughs> and because I, I got up to go to the bathroom and it, and it, it started playing. I was like, ah, yeah. and I was like, I, it was a really, it was a low Wait, moment. So during, so during the orgy, yes. you got up to go to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, still, I'm still a human person. So, so you're that dude on the plane who's watching dirty movies and then jacking down in the bathroom? It's the cool, we're all that guy. The sex scene, though, that's not the werewolves, where it's the reporter and the guy, where they, like... Up against the wall only? Well, what, yeah, well... <laughs> all sex only things. against a wall? Like, I... And he's still wearing his jeans? You mean that sex scene? <laughs> It's he, what is happening? Yeah. He's still fully wearing his jeans. 
Right. She's up against the wall behind him. And you only see her tiny head poking out <laughs> from behind him. Like, it's as if he's trying to smash her into the wall. I will also just go out here and say that this is a couple that have shown no flirtatious banter. They haven't even touched each the other. Only, the only tip-off you get is she says one room. But that's out of nowhere, where you're uh, like, yeah, two rooms. You're like, yep, they're, they have no sexual chemistry. They're not together. And then she's like, no, one. He's like, all right. I thought she was just being frugal. No. You know? <laughs> I when know, in Transylvania, you want to be able to spend I, money on dinners and going out and seeing the shows. I assumed that she wanted to, that she wanted to, that for her, they were in a place where they knew werewolves to be, so for safety's sake, stay in the same room. But then I realized... These people never once think they're in any danger whatsoever. (laughs) Every time they walk away from a brutal massacre, it's as if they memento themselves and are like, well, this person seems trustworthy, let's just trust them. And wait a minute! There's literally a line where he goes, see that dwarf? Let's follow him. Yeah. And then she goes, why not? Because you're in fucking Transylvania where you've just been told, like, you're essentially going to be killed. Like, yeah, that's why not. Yeah, I wrote that same line of dialogue down. You see that dwarf waving at us? Yeah. Should we follow him? Yeah. (laughs) Like, mental. And then they do. And then they're like, he's like, hey, you know, uh, Jenny, uh, uh, I'm going to take off. But if she comes back, like, keep an eye on her. (laughs) He says to guy who is obviously werewolf. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with Free delivery, perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, it's all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. 
I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack. And my kids said, Mom said we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. Going back into why this is a shitty werewolf movie, they're like, they're not werewolves. They can't be killed by silver bullets. They must be killed by titanium bullets. It's like, come, what? Oh, who gives a shit? Like, it's like, it's the, there's no difference. It's if not like... you're dead, you're dead. Well, it's a sort of like, oh, that's not like, it's like, uh, not silver. It doesn't make a difference. It's the same right. thing. It's like, but they're trying to make them so like, this is our version is cooler. It's not. It's not cool at all. Unless that's you all then saying. cut to the Sia song, Titanium doesn't work for me. The only thing that's cool about this movie is the way that Christopher Lee dresses at the punk rock yes! musical. Um, which is um, in a red shirt tucked into jeans, which I feel like Christopher Lee has never worn jeans in his life. There are certain men who's ne- who've never worn jeans, and I feel like he is one of He's them. He's like, oh, this fabric burns my skin. <laughs> Here, and I, a leather jacket. He's also wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's, I'll get a... Yeah, yeah, right here. And he is given, like, a pair of, like, really shitty, like, 1980s wraparound white sunglasses, I guess, to be a part of the punk scene. Right. But, uh, yeah, he, he just is... Um, Amazing. I remember seeing that gay moment <laughs> where the guy. You came. do. Because you, you, really... you woke up for the gay moment? Yeah. You did. Yeah, I was like getting a vibe that I could deal with this coming up. I feel like you ingested this movie, like it's almost like came into you in sleep, in dream state. Actually, nothing did <laughs> except for this moment when the guy went to kiss the other guy and he was like. And you were like, is that two dudes? And I was like, yeah. Was like, and were you like sleepily like, oh, they're here, they're quaking instrument. Yes. Yeah. Does anyone... And under- like, make sure I remember that for the show later. <laughs> Does anyone understand yeah. what actually... I'm jot that down. <laughs> Does anyone understand what actually happened in that warehouse? So the, the, one, va- the one werewolf, 
brings wow. them there. Well, because they also, in the werewolves, made a big deal about their, their teeth coming in right. exactly like vampire teeth. And their teeth coming in, it looks like a ball, like a click ballpoint pen. It's like, just like, it's gross. It's like, yeah. it's like, it just like comes out in a real, like a really like shitty thing, a chapstick. Like it's just, yeah. Um, but she's only one werewolf there. And then all of a sudden, one guy's getting a box thrown at his head. Then it seems well, like... Well, she's howling to draw people, to draw the other werewolves' attention, right? She brings them to the warehouse, and then she's like, oh, oh, and then I'm assuming that's saying to the other werewolves, come and get it, dinner's served. Oh. And then the other werewolves come and comedically throw trash at, the, at, these, <laughs> at these morons and, the then, and then chomp down on their, on their whole bodies. A lot of bad decisions being made here because one of the punks gets a brick thrown at his head, and he's like, all right. And then, like, unzips his pants, like, enough foreplay. <laughs> like, uh, maybe that's your cue to leave. Like, uh, maybe things didn't happen. Like, he literally unzips his fly, like, all right. Uh, See, the other thing is the, the, the woman who lures them there, whose name I'm forgetting, um, she is like, oh, you know, but she has taken all of her clothes off Mariana. As if she's going to, Mariana is her name? Yes. As if she's going to have sex with the guys, but there is no sex to be had. I think there is only eating of these people. So I'm not sure why she takes all her clothes off. I don't think that's, she's, she seems, they keep coming back to this one shot of her where she's like. They clearly only had enough money to do the werewolf transformation makeup with her once. Yeah. So they cut <laughs> to that throughout the film. Like, and everything in this movie is oddly cut. It's like, oh, we're driving. Sex. Yeah. Werewolf face. Bat. Like, wait, what? I don't know. And it, it like, also, I, I, they also do it at times where, where the, the flash is something that the character that you are cutting from did not experience. Yes. So this person could not have a memory of this experience, nor is it part of the movie that people are being given projected memories into them. So these are just disparate elements juxtaposed next to each other that make no sense. Okay. Oh, I love this movie. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask. Who's taking his surveillance pictures? Um, by the way, she seems to be very aware of the surveillance pictures. She's too. like, don't, please, no pictures, no pictures, please. Um, I will say that the interesting thing about this scene is this was improvised by Christopher Lee to justify why they only had monkey costumes, not werewolf costumes. So if you are watching the movie with that knowledge, it makes a little bit more sense. He, he justifies it by saying, they go, they have to first become monkeys and then they can become werewolves. Really? Oh yeah, so you, you're, also, yeah. everything you in the background well, is crazy. That can't remain in consecrated ground. That woman is a werewolf? Her name is Mariana. She is one of the most vicious and one of the most dangerous kind because she is immune. Silver bullets are useless against such creatures. Quite useless. Only titanium will kill them. A knitting needle. How can you listen to this bull? It's all true, Mr. White. I have a leader. A woman called. We need more skeletons. Still. <laughs> Here we go. I think this is where he starts. At the next full moon. 
It will be the 10th millennium of Stilber's birth. At midnight on that day, all werewolves will reveal themselves. All. The transformations have already begun. Process of evolution. Kiss. Kiss the skeleton. Traversed. There are many stages before man becomes a beast. <laughs> before that happens, Stilber must be destroyed, and I will do it. Come on. So I guess that's how they did it. They just showed three heads, human, monkey, and then wolf head. And they're like, get it? Good. Got it. Moving on. <clears throat> By the way, I just realized there, you can't even kill him with a silver bullet. You have to use a silver stake. Again, yeah. vampires. And that well, you can all... kill regular werewolves with a silver bullet, but you have to kill the, the what's her name? Serba. Sturba? Sturba? Or, or Mariana. Sturba, you have to kill those people with uh, titanium. Are these, I believe. Like, I'm not familiar with werewolf stuff. Is this like... You're not? Even after this movie? You're not familiar with werewolf stuff? No, like... How dare you? Werewolf. That's why we asked you to do this. Werewolf stuff. I, werewolf stuff. <laughs> but, like, I think of vampires. I'm like, oh, they need a virgin. They need to get... They feed off blood. They don't eat. Like, what are the rules of a werewolf? I, I would like, say... I to, to me, I would just say, like, what I understood of it was... You get bitten by a werewolf, then on the full moon you turn into a werewolf, sure. you do a bunch of stuff, and then you feel guilty for it. Like, that to I me like seems like the werewolf this is, story. This like, is the classic <laughs> Professor Lupin understanding of what a werewolf is. <laughs> right? Anyway, it's either bitten, um, and, and uh, that's what happens, or I believe it to be genetic in the case of Teen Wolf, right? Because his yes. dad is a werewolf. Right. Um, so I think those are the ways it happens, and it is full moon, blah blah blah, taste for uh, human flesh, blah blah blah, uh, feeling guilty, yeah, so, and playing basketball if you want to go in the Teen Wolf now. <laughs> sure, yeah. and then like surfing on top of the van, and, and also or, boxing if you want to go Teen Wolf too, or T-O-R. you know, um, you know, sacrificing your life so that the chosen one can live. Uh, Professor Lupin, spoiler but alert like, for Harry Potter, so or just really liking a girl Twilight. They're yeah. functioning as a human. Yes. And then at the full moon, they're a werewolf, and they just want to eat people. And once the full moon goes away, they're back to a regular person? Exactly. Totally. <laughs> it's a Able little bit to like... teach the uh, dark arts perfectly well. <laughs> Defense against the dark arts totally well. Um, but yeah, no, otherwise, uh, no, you, it's person. not something that you can activate uh, like yourself, I don't right. think. I think it really is well, here, only full moon related. In this movie, they can activate it by themselves because at one point when the guy who looks like young Jimmy Smith, he's like having an orgasm on the stairs for some unknown reason and someone goes, control it, control it. Oh, yeah. And he's like, okay. Like, 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 a, like a werewolf blue ball. He's like, hold it in. But that, you know, go ahead. I just think the potential, like the like almost rape scene where they're like, teach him discipline. Yeah. Where you're just like, what? <laughs> he's going to go learn that lesson? And he almost, he's a rapist? It's, there's a I lot of weird, part. there's a lot of weird stuff with Sturba. Uh, Sturba oh, also like. I have a uh, lot to say about Sturba. <laughs> the original Sturba, the old lady. That, I feel like, I feel like when Sturba is the white-haired old lady, I genuinely feel like they were like, fuck, we didn't cast this part, but it's supposed to shoot right now. There's a woman rummaging around in a dumpster outside. Put a fucking cloak on her, let's do this. 
That woman seems genuinely lost. By the way, she is. Her part is like there. I feel like they're like action, and she was like. I, Jason, where am I? What's I, happening? I think Jason that you are right because wait, no, this movie wait, was. Really? Well, here's the deal. This movie was shot in Czechoslovakia when it was Soviet-controlled. It was the only movie that was shot behind the Iron Curtain. And... Wait, the only... Really? Yes. Wait, and, what do you mean the only one? Uh, American film that oh, had that oh, guess. Oh. And so, um, so ba- it, there's so many great stories about this, but basically, like, the punk scene... Like people, thousands of people showed up because they thought it was a band and they just came there to party. Because they never get to see music. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then like the police came and like, you've got to send these people away. And then the director had an assistant who never worked on a movie before. No one spoke English. But Christopher Lee was a war hero in Czechoslovakia because he was part of the Royal Air Force and he was part of, um, like, he was, it's a, he was basically, uh, got a hero's welcome because he was part of the SAS and he said he couldn't go into details about what he did, but he killed some very big Nazis, including Reinhard Heydrich in Czechoslovakia. And... <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? You're Christopher Lee. You are a war hero. The country that you that you fought, that you that you that you risked your life for, and you go back to that country to make this. <laughs> that that this is your return visit is to be like, I am in this nightmare of a movie. <laughs> and he said he could never say about what he specifically did, but because it was behind the Iron Curtain, it was in Czechoslovakia, they just were getting random people. And I feel like, yes, that woman was like. She's good. She seemed lost. Yeah. It's like she's in line for bread. Get her in here. (laughs) Get her a movie part. My favorite part of the movie was when old lady Sturba sucks the life force out of young girl, who is the sacrifice, in the first kind of werewolf ceremony, sucks her life force up, pops her head up, and she's now hot young Sturba, takes off her giant cloaks and is wearing like a hot dress. So that means the old lady was like, ooh, when I get that life force, I'm gonna be stacked and looking good. So I need to get a dress that that works for. So that's like her outfit is planned way ahead, which I thought was really funny. It made me really laugh. I was like, where did this dress come from? But meanwhile, at the end, when like Christopher Lee is fighting Sturba, like she goes back to old woman, like, because yeah. <laughs> like a real scare. I also love that she then continues. Everybody in the once they get to Transylvania, it's interesting. Once they get to Transylvania, everybody seems as though they are in the village of the crazies. Yeah. From from Jim Cotta. Yeah, I was gonna it say. It seems yeah. like they are back in time, right? It feels old, like old world villages. You know, Transylvania. Big whatever. masks running down the, the street. Sturba, Sturba, scene by scene, starts to be someone who's dressed like an X Men character from the nineties. Like she's in like crazy metallic shoulder pads with like giant weird wraparound sunglasses. She's dressed like like Debbie Harry or something. It's like Cyclops. Yeah. It's like why doesn't the X Men wear the comics the, the outfits they have in the comics? Because it will look like this. I feel like it they were like terrible. Based it on this and gave her like a dazzler picture and like that was it. I have to say this is making me want to go back and watch the movie. <laughs> 
I feel like, I feel like, is it every once in a while we touch on something you remember? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was truly just the two dudes kissing and oh. then went back to my nap. And then I woke up 40 minutes later. I also feel like Sturba was given all this, like, like she does a lot of stuff in voiceover, and I felt like that was a choice of, I can't memorize all this dialogue. Yeah. Oh, I think it was not her voice. Oh, was it? I, I think, because there were a number of people in this movie that were strictly ADR, right? Right. Who all of their dialogue was ADR. I assumed those are different voices for some of those actors. But Sybil Danning is an... Serba? Serba. She can speak oh, English. Probably. So, I mean, <laughs> like, um, like, she wasn't just a Czechoslovakian that they found. See? Look at this outfit. She looks like a, an X-Man villain. Sturba Wait, really... what is the... Uh, is that a wolf? Well, yeah, she's here with the wolf. This, you can watch a little of this scene. Here we go. No, thank you. <laughs> what? Let's get out of here. Is that... Do you think that dog is supposed to be alive? <laughs> oh, so this is higher budget than I thought. <laughs> How did she get outside? By the way... You just pointed out, that dog isn't alive. I thought that dog was alive. No. <laughs> like, I just, I didn't realize the dog that never moved. The dog no. is just dog a is taxidermy a... dog. Yeah. <laughs> and I they they got to Czechoslovakia and was like, give us all your stuffed beasts. It's also, like, so 80s with her outfit to accentuate her hips. Like, her 80s oh, big outfit high goes ch- yeah. out. Instead of making her look thinner, it's like, my hips are enormous. And then I have a tiny waist. But Don't never forget, s- it's 1985 yeah. when you look at my hips. <laughs> All I can and my f- sunglasses yeah. and my hair. And, and this, this whole music. movie. <laughs> just a 1985 reminder. Oh, my God. Um, well, just so you guys know, too, um, the movie uh, has many, many, many sequels. Um, it is... Um, we watched the f- them all. <laughs> Three novels, eight films... Um, Isn't that what they did for Community? Uh, <laughs> this is, uh, it started off with The Howling. Then it was The Howling 2, the one we just saw. Howling 3, Marsupials. Howling 4. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to stop you right there, Paul. Yeah. And I know, I'm assuming none of us have seen it. No. Has anybody seen this movie? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Who feels like they can really genuinely tell us very quickly what the fuck that means? Does it take place in a pouch? Is there a, is there a Joey? Is there a character named Joey in that movie? No? Really? Wow. All right, so that's that. Okay. Then Howling 4 in 1988. By the way, these were all made between, well, they guess, uh, 80, these were made every year, pretty much. Um, Howling for Just the like Woody Allen movies. There's one every year. Most of them have gotten quite bad. The, uh, the original Nightmare. Howling Five: The Rebirth. Howling Six: The Freaks. Then they take a break from '91 to '95. No Howling until Howling New Moon Rising, 1995. Then they take another giant break 
for The Howling Reborn in 2011. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. A lot of howlings. A lot of howlings out there. Break it down. Break, Break it, it down, down, Paul. Break so, it down. <laughs> not Jamie Lee Curtis worked with a woman who was a werewolf. That woman turned into a werewolf Karen. on air. That's Karen. Karen. That she footage was, was amazing. Amazing. That was crazy. That was from Howling 1. She was killed. All right. Great. She was killed. She was buried the wrong way. We get it. At the funeral, the brother comes into the picture. Now, not Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't know the brother. They don't seem to know each other. And then Christopher Lee's like, hey, by the way, your sister's a werewolf, which they know because she turned into one on television. Okay. And he's like, bullshit. But I guess he shows her the tape. All right. So this is already a convoluted thing because basically Christopher Lee is like, I got to go kill Sturba, but that has nothing to do with what you guys have going on. Like, <laughs> yeah. you bring nothing to this equation. Also, the not Jamie Lee Curtis, there is no part of her entire arc that is, I'm reporting on yeah. this story yeah. so that I can expose werewolves exist. That's not part of it. And in the beginning, they're like, bring your crew. Yeah. And I was like, I remember saying, I'm like, oh, she's what is she, a reporter? And yeah, then that, it was like... Because that, that guy's happen. like, there's six dead people. Yeah. You, you, right. you're on the case. I remember which she then you leaves. asking about that. I was like, why does she need her crew? So there's, I no, there's that. nothing. So basically, what we're saying is this movie, you could eliminate two of the main characters, and it would not affect the movie at all. Like right. because even when uh, not Jamie Lee Curtis is kidnapped and then they paint her in blood, it doesn't figure into anything. Honestly, the two Germans who are eaten by the werewolves are just as viable as, as main characters. Like, it could have been their movie as well. It, it is, it, yeah, it makes no sense. And then Christopher Lee kills her, and then she's like, well, you got to come with me. Why? <laughs> I don't understand that. I also have a question that is related to that, which is... Everybody in the movie, Sturba-related, um, seems to traffic in some sort of sexual, incestuous relationship. So he, <clears throat> she keeps referring to Christopher Lee as her brother, but they seem to have some sort of erotic connection. When Sturba is rebirthed into young Sturba, she says, where is our new daughter? Young Jimmy Smith oh, yeah. brings in Mari, Mariana. Yeah, Mariana brings her in. They are like she'll. She's like she'll kill many for us or whatever. They they're so into this girl, this new daughter they have. Then they fuck her. There's like some really weird. Everybody refers to each other by familial terms, but then straight up fucks them. It's confusing because he brings these two idiots to Transylvania, but they don't. Need, he doesn't need to. It's so dead much so that he's like, when, before they even get to the village, he's like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave you guys with the car. Yeah. I'm gonna walk into the village. I'll see you there later. He's like, and then he's like, you'll know where to meet me. And then it's and so then he's confusing. Like, oh, by the way, I, were him and his guys putting on that puppet show? Yes. So they wasted two at least. Perfectly good warriors putting on a puppet show, which that is, is an their... allegory for the movie we're watching. Yes, 
But there's also right at that moment when they're left alone where the werewolf is in the back of their car and they almost get killed and it's a shot of their car like tipping off a cliff and then they're like cut to them in the hotel and they're like one room. Yeah. Like there's like no nope. thought and that they were just about to fall off not a at all. cliff. And then the fucking ending of this movie which we need to touch on. So they escape, um, they get back home and it's Halloween. They're happily married. The doorbell yeah. rings. They, it's Halloween. They open the door. They see a werewolf, and they're like, what the fuck is that? The most, one of the most iconic costumes of Halloween. They give the kid candy, and they go. I saw that part. Yeah, they're like, where is he from? Oh, he's from the room next to the, the apartment next door. They not. First of all... Oh, and by the way, the best, one of the best, which is like, this is a bit that I, we do, I feel like, as a joke that they really did in this movie, where he goes, well, they from the apartment next door, and she goes, that apartment's been empty for years. <laughs> Uh-oh. But there's also... And this is... Wait, wait, this wait. is this there's is what happens when they go next door to check it out. They're so free. It's Halloween. They're excited for trick-or-treaters. But before you show that, yes. there's also right before that the weirdest moment of the movie where they're like, oh, guess there's trick-or-treaters. And she like gets on yeah. his hip and then he's like, yeah. he, on her they back. Are, they're, it's like they've never seen anyone pick up anyone else. Like, how would I ever hold such a or large it's like, thing? Or it's like, oh, we want to make sure that uh, the audience knows that they're still romantically involved. <laughs> so climb him like a tree, and he will walk, but also carry this pumpkin full of candy. So, again, if, and I'll say anything, if it wasn't Halloween and some little weird kid knocked the door, that's freaky ending. It's Halloween. They're prepared with candy. Then they go, oh, I think he's from the room next door. They go next door, and then this happens. Good evening. Were your neighbors and your child just knocked on our door? Can you pause for a second, Paul? Okay. Oh, I remember okay. that. Has this character been in the movie before? No. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. But, so, but, 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 but this is a priest, yeah. right? Well, I think, I think he's a priest because they want to really show you... Well, we won't spoil the reveal, but they really want to show you this guy could not have children. Here we go. Well, Paul, I, I mean, mean, let's be honest. It's there. possible. It was the 80s. Not with a white mm -hmm. collar. Were your neighbors and your child just knocked on our door? My child? <laughs> yeah, the kid the wolf out can you pause it for a second again, Paul? I just want to make sure we're back in Los Angeles now. Yes. Okay. By the so way, where's this guy from? By the way, of all the voices to ADR, this would have been the one to yep. do. Right? Uh, here you go. I'm a bachelor and live alone. Are you coming? A little later. I hope so. I hope so. What is the intention of this scene? It's like, okay, there's so many things. Like, they're creeped out, it's Halloween. They go across the thing, he doesn't have a kid. That should be the creep out. Ooh, do you think he's wearing a priest costume as a Halloween costume? Because oh, maybe. he doesn't say, he doesn't say, he's having a big I'm, Halloween I don't have party a child. Now. He doesn't say, I don't have a child, I'm a priest, obviously. He says, I'm a bachelor and live alone. Which is so, and then he's like, please come in. 
what, what, what is that invitation? Now I feel like he is part of the bad guys. Is he part of the bad guys? Is no, he, is no, he no you the, don't know that for wait, sure. Is he with the werewolf kid? There. This guy raised his hand in the front. Hold on one second. Hey, young man, what's up? Hold on, hold on. Hold on, buddy, hold on, because we have to make sure people can hear you. He's the priest from when the car crashed earlier. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh. Yes. yes. <clears throat> he's the priest. He's the priest from Transylvania. So that's why he's not dubbed. Got and it. And that werewolf kid did go in there because he is a werewolf. Or is he a werewolf? We don't know. Dude, I thought you had the answers. <laughs> you have betrayed me. Burn yeah. that shirt. And then... That was the only part of the movie that made sense to you, right? You tracked that. (laughs) Well, it's funny because when you raised your hand, there was no, like, joy or... uh, (laughs) There was no sense of, like, oh, I'm at a comedy show. It was just more of, like... Here's a fact. Here, I can help you. I have to... And that's why our audience is so amazing. I, they, can, I can connect these dots for you. So that he's like, he's like, please let me help you. Yeah. And then when you think the movie can't push it any further, they do something that is the most insane thing of all time. Uh, they kind of do like a recap of the movie, like a credit sequence, kind of like remember all the good times we have. Okay. This right here, this is some next level crazy. This might be the craziest thing that's ever happened, except for Travolta's crotch in Perfect. Um, and what they did was there's this, a moment when Sybil Danning rips off her shirt earlier in the movie. They cut to that scene. 17 times in the credit sequence. As if, as if it's a music video for the amazing band that is playing during the end credits. Uh, it is just, they keep, re- they keep referencing that one thing where she's watching not Jimmy Smith's and um, the other woman have sex and she is so horned up by just watching them that she rips her, shirt, her dress open and then just continues to watch. I, I want to get the exact uh, quote here. Uh, oh, man. I, uh, well, apparently, Sybil Danning was not amused that her nudity was being repeated 17 times <laughs> in the end credits. Uh, no, duh. I, uh, that was... And it's insane. So this is the reason. It goes, in the original cut, the end credits had Sybil Danning stripping five times. And... The producer was like, hey, what if we change it from five to 17 times? That does not sound like the behavior of a producer in Hollywood. (laughs) I find it very hard to believe. I need proof. That is not how my town of Hollywood works. (laughs) Go ahead. And so the director goes, "Uh, if you're crazy enough to do it, go ahead. And that's what we got. Oh, I think, 17 I think, times of her ripping off her shirt in wow. a minute and 30 I seconds. I think we have ample evidence in this movie to prove that the producers of this movie are crazy enough to do anything. Let's go into the audience. Let's see what you guys had to say about this. Um, guys, and, remember, and let's remember, have, guys. Let's not have all of the questions for me. <laughs> 
So yeah. the movie, the movie is called Howling Two. Your your sister's a werewolf. I'm gonna come to you and ask you what you think a better title might be. Paul, uh, and can I'm I ask, ask you, your Paul? Name. Yes. What, while while everybody thinks for a moment about what their answer is gonna be to that question, what's so interesting to me is that the title of the movie. Posits the, que- posits the theory that the big lumbering guy is the lead character. Yeah. Your sister is a werewolf. It should be like Christopher Lee's acquaintance's sister yeah. is a werewolf. Like that guy is arguably the least important character, <laughs> as is his sister. By the way, they give you the only piece of character development at minute like 65. Oh no, there's 20 minutes left in the movie. He goes, Reminds me of being in Vietnam. I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, that's why he's so good as a soldier. Like, he's like throwing, you know, he's like a good shot. All right, sir, your name and your subtitle. So, your name first. My name's Andrew. Okay, Howling 2. Um, I liken those werewolf titties. And he uses the term lichen, which is a werewolf term. Okay, great. I also want, I also want to give you this. Oh, my gosh, she brought us a, an album, uh, uh, a vinyl of Perfect. Thank you so Ooh, much. Nice. Um, yes, your question. Okay, so Sturba yes. is 1,000 years old. Sure. And. Okay, okay, 10,000, we got it. Okay. Everybody's so mad at you, Andrew. Oh, Jesus Christ. Everybody's so mad at you. I don't know if I'm going to get through this then. Um, <laughs> So, is it a math question? A thousand years old. Okay, yes. Stefan is her brother. Okay. She is that old because she's able to suck the life out of young women. What is Stefan doing to stay, like... It's a great question. Great question. I'll go around. Like, are we supposed to believe he is also supernatural in some way, do you think? But how so? What? He's a vampire? He is? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're blowing my mind here. Hold on. By round of applause, Stefan is a vampire. By round of applause, Stefan is not a vampire. No. No way. Majority rules. There's no way Stefan is a vampire. You see him during the day. A werewolf? Um, okay. Okay, but I just have to tell you, Paul, the guy in the front row that you spoke to earlier, um, when you said, uh, what was the first option? Is Steph- Stefan a, were- a vampire? Uh, and then he didn't. Is he a werewolf? He didn't clap. Okay. Then your second question. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. He went like this. He, he's our. He's our. <laughs> Again, no indication that he was enjoying himself, (laughs) that he was at a comedy show. It was strictly here for facts, trying to solve this equation. Figure out the history. I like your style. Note to self, never sit in front row again. Ma'am, your name and your howling subtitle. So first, your name. Dara. Howling to... Is it Daryl Hannah? Be cool. Howling to splash. Howling to electric boobaloo. Nice. Very good. Wait, DC was is there coming. A lot of, I'm sorry. It's gonna make a bad <laughs> The DC is strong with the pun game. No, no, no. Just I can't. say it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> All right. Not unless people beg me. When they leave the punk nightclub the first time. The Batcave. Yeah. And they drive for how long? Because when they arrive, it's daytime. 
Good question. And we know that that bat cave was in LA, so that's closing down 1.32 a.m. So they drove for four hours. Oh, if not longer. Because they also drive to like a very desolate industrial area. All right, I'm gonna go to this person that has a very exciting sign here. All right, uh, sir, your name? We're all Grease 2. Oh, you're all, oh, they're dressed as Grease 2 characters right now. Stand up now. Stand up. Are they dressed up for June? We got a pink lady, Mr. Stewart, the great Halloween costumes. The reproduction. This I is love great. it. The reprodu- this is great. I love it. I wish, I wish I had something to give you. You want a perfect LP? No, I'm not going to give it. Um, okay, great costumes. What's your name? I'm David. Um, Howling 2. Howling 2, moons out, boobs out. Great. And, and home for the holidays. Because it's the moon. I love that. Home for the holidays. Great. Um, so, first of all, your sister's a werewolf. Could refer to Stefan's sister. But uh, one other thing Um, Stefan gives them these medals They don't do anything They act almost just like dog tags To be like, oh I can identify that someone I know died Because someone else has this Sturba Sturba straight up just like rips it off And is like, ha ha ha, this is a joke And I also read about the Christopher Lee hating the other actors Do you think that was like his way of being like, F you do you think that his, his character made the choice of giving them bad talismans? Because he hated them so much as an actor? He's constantly abandoning them. Do you, do like, you think that Christopher Lee thought he was in a documentary? <laughs> I did have an issue. I did have an issue. Thank you so much. I did have an issue with the earplugs because... He goes, put these earplugs in, oh, then one guy's earplugs oh, fall out. That is one of my favorite lines is when the, they're running away and the guy's earplugs fall out and he goes, I lost my earplugs! And then Ben, who has earplugs, goes, where are they? I'll help you find them. So his earplugs, he can hear f- fine, and- which defeats the purpose. Well, what they're protecting against is Sturba's scream that makes the, the guy's head explode. Right, but if he can hear... Oh, this guy in the green shirt is shitting but his But also, ass. wait, on that, there's also an insert shot of a hand, like, of the yeah. earplug and the hand right on it, where you're like, how are you not picking <laughs> yeah. it up? We see not hear or not see. giant, meaty hands. <laughs> uh, Paul, maybe ask green shirt to, just uh, only because I want him to stop earplugs? waving. Is it about earplugs? All right, I'll come back to you. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to okay. get to you. I'm going to get to you. I'm going to get just to you. Just relax, green shirt, just relax. <laughs> Your name? Uh, Maya. Welcome, Maya. Howling to? Um, Werewolf Not Mitzvah. Oh, nice. By the way, DC, killing it. Killing it. The best audience with these things. Okay, you're right. Oh, you're grabbing at me. All right. right. Okay, guys, guys, just because Paul's in the audience doesn't mean you can go to second base with him, okay? If you are. ma'am, ma'am, stop reaching for those titties. If I'm not Sturba. Um... If you are in the balcony, please come down because we'll, I, I will never get up there. Oh, wait. Um, I'll go to the balcony. Yeah. Right, I've got to... She's got to get her question out first. Okay. All right. All right. Your question. 
Um, I, my question is, so is Christopher Lee Saruman, his death in The Return of the King where he gets impaled on the wheel, is that a reference to how he kills the little person in this film who he pushes out and gets impaled on? I'm going to say 100% yes. I'm going to say that Peter Jackson is a fan of the Howling All right! Balcony! Here we go! Jason right. is up in the balcony. Who's got a question? Oh, I see. Now I can hear myself. I don't care for this. What? You got a question? Okay, what's your name? And Paul, what's the question? What's your subtitle? Yes. Oh, there's a whole echo. I don't like it. Here we go. What's your name? Lindsay. Lindsay. It's a gentleman named Lindsay, everybody. Here we go. What's your subtitle? Howling 2, Black People Can't Be Werewolves 2. Fair enough. I like it. What? What, Lindsay, is your question? All right, what percentage of the budget you think was spent on wipes alone? Like, um, like baby wipes for your butt? Like, between no, different... Like, like, like edit wipes. Yeah, like the swirl wipe, the side swipe, the star... Like, it was like, really, it was like some movie maker. You're right. <laughs> well I done. I have not seen as many wipes or circle closing and openings in Star Wars. Paul, Paul, I'm in the very, very back of the theater. I love it. I'm, I'm here to report that there is a man asleep. He has now woken up. Is I will dead? say it, it, is, it is definitively rowdier up here. <laughs> I... I don't feel quote unquote safe. Does some guy just said you shouldn't? Does Jason, anybody have a question? Jason, you look like a punk rock kid in a warehouse in the early morning yeah. who All just right. got Here hit go. in the head go. by Let's a brick. Go. Okay, what's your name and what's your subtitle? Don't touch this mic or I will punch you in the dick. Uh, Patrick, my subtitle is My Sister's a Werewolf? This is going poorly. Um, I'd like to talk about the jump scare that happens where he's sneaking up on the girl in the shower and he says, boo, hi, honey. It's my, it's my favorite part of the movie. That's your favorite part of the movie? I have real reservations about the balcony. Okay. We're going to get it back. We're going to okay. get it back on track down here, Jason. Can we're I say get... one more thing, Paul? We got, we're going to get it back on track right here. Okay. All right, I'm going to green shirt. Green shirt. Here we go. Oh, All right, boy. your name. Your oh. name and your subtitle. Here we go, your name. Graham. Howling 2. Howl Sturba got her groove back. <laughs> Love it. All right. Get on we're your feet, getting DC. Back get on, on your feet, track. DC. Back on That's track. That's where it's at. Standing ovation. Can you beat it? All right. All right, here we go. Please let your observation be that someone looks a little bit like Benjamin Bratt. No, no not even close. I have one small quick comment and then a, like a more disgusting thing. Okay. Uh, when he says the Mekong Delta Vietnam thing, yeah. I think that is a reference to him being an Uncommon Valor, the Gene Hackman movie, because he is in that Vietnam film. So he like just referenced his own movie. He just referenced his own movie. His own movie. I'll take your word for it. Okay. Line. All right. 
But the thing I can't believe that's been discussed is the gargoyle face hugger that attacks the priest. How, I mean, she spends a majority of the film, it is in a lot of like random sideways shots, like, oh, it's a bat. It's a, not a vampire movie, it's a werewolf movie, but here's this bat totem that's on the top of a staff. And then she's just channeling like a mouth-sucking thing from it and then just throws it at the priest and the most horrifying imagery in the film happens just, I mean, it's just a nightmare that attacks you for about a minute and a half. And then the ending of the film yes. is a monster erupting out of the priest's face that well, has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. And I was thinking like, oh, is that bat gonna go inside him and then like possess him? No, it just sort of like snacks on him and then leaves. It's also bats are vampire imagery. Yeah. Oh, this is, is, is by the is way, here's possible? a stat. We got a stat from Green Shirt too. He goes, they kill 35 vampires. He says lazily, but I was like, no muss, no fuss. It's like they don't. It's easy to kill 35 of them. Um, all right, Jason, it's almost as if, does anybody know, did they, it's almost as if they, go somebody wrote a vampire movie and then they just were like, uh, fuck it, we'll just call them werewolves <laughs> and make this movie. An interesting thing about this is the writer of the book was writing the screenplay but then got busy and stopped. <laughs> you know, I have to say, I, I know this, the, this, the idea of this show is like, it's, you know, the, 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 what is the, the idea of this show, Tig? <laughs> it's only occurring to me now. You might not know. Uh, well, I've been listening and trying to figure it out, <laughs> and I feel like it's it's like, oh, we're gonna watch a bad movie. Okay. You know that's we've already yeah. done it. Yes. Okay, great. And I figured that out. <laughs> and. Um, I, the, while you were out in the audience wandering around, you as well, Jason, I was thinking about the people behind, it's called Howling 2? Howling 2. Howling 2. <laughs> Which, by the way, for a little while, I thought it was Halloween 2. Sounds very similar. Anyway, in case some of you accidentally watched <laughs> Howling, Halloween 2. With Jamie Lee Curtis. With yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, Great movie. We've already this done still Halloween applies. 3 on this. Um, anyway, I was thinking about maybe when they made Howling 2, two there were some discussions about maybe we did not make a great movie. Maybe they did realize that. And then I picture somebody going, hold on, let me show you the future. And then they see tonight. And then they're like, wait a minute, what is this? And they're like, a bunch of little intellectual nerds have gathered in our nation's capital to discuss the film we have just made. I think well, we've done a good job. Well, one of the things I will say, those people, I suspect, might suddenly, simply because of the number of people that bought this movie on iTunes, <laughs> suddenly get a residual check and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why and, on earth? And I, earth now we happen? have to make Howling 
Eight. Nine. 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 Well, well, they're going to make eight another time, and then they'll make nine. <laughs> no, I, I, I genuinely think, like, sometimes I, I think, like, that, that we have so many people that will download movies or watch them on Netflix or something yeah. that it might give people a false sense of good job. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, obviously, that was our opinion about this movie, but there is now a chance to hear a second opinion. We have two second opinion themes here tonight. The pale, pale glow, pale, pale glow of my laptop. I've got some thoughts about this movie, some thoughts that I need to say. I'm alone now, in my room again, post my review on Amazon again, typing, typing. so much. Rachel! That was amazing. Again, what's your name? Rachel. Rachel. Andrew. Andrew, give it up for Rachel, Rachel and Andrew. Andrew. But not to be outdone, Washington, D.C., a performing arts capital. We have another person up here right now. Yeah. What's your name? Anna. Anna, okay. It is now time for a second, second opinion theme. Opinions, second opinion, second opinion, second opinions, second opinion, second opinion, second opinion. Wait for From it. top to bottom, crazy movies are fun. <laughs> Wow! Amazing! All right, people. Those are amazing. These wow. are five-star reviews cold from Amazon. Unfortunately, there were only 25 reviews for this film in total. Um, and um, I'll start off with this one by Sean, who writes simply, This movie, be cool. Five stars. Uh... Then, um, okay, uh, this is a, a long review uh, by Casey Clipper, which just ends with this line. I mean, who doesn't want to see hot naked women turn into bloodthirsty sex-crazed beasts? LOL, five stars. <laughs> Weird. Wait, does the LOL, wait, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Um, and then, finally, this is from Brent Duncan. Oh, yeah, I know him. Let's get this out of the way right what now. What did he say? Let's get this out of the way right now. This is not the howling. This is its own animal. The original howling is a masterful work of werewolf movie making. This is a red-headed stepchild. It's kind of an ugly, little meaty... Then doesn't continue that. 
But if you let yourself get to know it, you're going to have a fun time. <laughs> Five stars. This is, in all seriousness, a fun flick. Don't take it too seriously. Five stars. <laughs> really went on a journey. That's a roller coaster. Really went on a journey you know what with I him. Just, I just remembered as actually my favorite line in the movie was at the very end when she, the reporter goes, let's go offer them wine. It's the neighborly thing to do. <laughs> like, you've been, like, covered in blood. You've been and in the movie, and, and, and you're like, I guess I gotta say this line. And also, like, he just said that little werewolf went into that apartment, and she says, oh, that apartment's been empty for years. And he says, maybe someone moved in while we were away. She goes, we should go say hello. They weren't living together, though, before that happened. And also, like, a wolf just definitely went in there. And you're going to invite someone over for wine on Halloween when there's trick-or-treaters. They're not going to get any candy from there. I also feel that these two people are fucking dumb. They take a gun. They take a gun. They put it to someone's face. Like, show me the quickest way to the airport. And the guy just, like, goes... It would be the equivalent if I just went like that right now. In like, it's not really. It's not and like the, they didn't have the budget to show an actual airplane in the sky. Yeah. It was just like a like aerial view of some city. Just sky. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we have a special third opinion tonight, and uh, that third opinion is from June Diane Raphael. <laughs> Uh, and I will let I will let her take it away. Hello, DC. I wish, wish, wish that I was there and not here. But here I am, and I will not be explaining this hat situation, so don't look for answers from me. Paul told me that the movie you guys are about to watch tonight is The Howling 2. And I said, what's that about? And he said, I, why don't you take a wild guess? My guess is that The Howling 2 is about, honestly, I feel like it is about a pack of wolves and or dogs that something happened to, or it's dogs that are gonna like revert back into their like most wolf self. Um, and we're gonna go back into a time where like man and dog live together and dog and you know, create a home and, you know, basically start communal living from the wolf and the wolf den and pack mentality. So I have a feeling there's something related to that where a bunch of wolves um, sort of come back to man and maybe take up some long-lost resentments in the howling, too. I don't know what the howling, the first howling is about, but that's my guess for the howling, too. I wish I could be there to see what the true story is. Have a great night, you guys, and... Um, Wish, wish, wish I could be there. Yeah! Um, one final thing before we wrap it up here. Uh, one little thing from the DVD commentary was the director knew he was in trouble in Czechoslovakia when they said, well, how are we going to do that effect where Christopher Lee lights on fire? 
And they said, oh, simple. They just poured gasoline on someone and then lit him on fire and stood by with buckets of water. And they said, oh, no, 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 no. We got to do this differently. So that was uh, the level of production that was going on. Wow. Because they were like, oh, but this man is... A person that doesn't matter. <laughs> what we'll do is, Christopher Lee will step out, we'll douse this man in gasoline, we will burn him to death. You'll shoot all of that, that's the movie. This is a, no, this is a non-person. He said, and the wow. director said that's why he stopped working with communist stuntmen, and he started working with uh, British stuntmen. After that. Wow. Um, so, we'll go around the horn here and see... Uh, would you, obviously, Tig, you didn't see it, so this will be a different question for you, but it... Would I tell this uh, story to my babies? <laughs> would you make your babies watch this movie? <laughs> no, like, would you recommend this movie? Obviously, we're watching this movie because, it, you know, it's so bad, it's so good, so we're not saying, like, would you watch this because you think it's you know, high art. I would recommend this movie only because, like I said earlier, I don't really follow anything. right. And I think it would be such a curveball for me to out of nowhere be like, oh my gosh. You know a movie you have to see? <laughs> the Howling 2. So yes, I highly recommend you watch that. So if you that. are Tig, People would you be should like, watch that. Oh my God, I, like, oh, I need to watch that. This, I mean, it's been such a good year. I loved the Florida Project. I thought it was so fantastic. <laughs> and of course, Howling 2 has got to be like up there. I mean, everything is based out of Howling uh, yeah, 2. Yeah, it's like Tig never recommends anything. This has to be a good film. So um, yeah, I highly recommend The Howling 2. Stephanie? I feel like this movie is so far from me like I think of like if recommending a movie like Father of the Bride to someone where I'm like it's white privilege and like she wants he, she gets a blender but just like it's fun it's romanticized it's worth watching this like I'm like I don't even know what it is like it's like white it's privilege a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, you know what it's when like I a, did like the image I'm like I it's a mo I guess it's a movie. Yeah, I, I, uh, the few times I did wake up, there were moments where I didn't, I couldn't identify the things I was seeing. <laughs> yeah. that, I, I would love like, it We had a moment where it was like, is that a rat yeah, coming out of a mouth? Yeah, coming out of the mouth, I'm like, I think it's a rat. Like, no, <laughs> I think it was like a demon kind of scenario. I but, thought but maybe it, it was doesn't a bloody matter. bat. It's like a rat or a bat or a demon. I like, would love like, it if there was a reissue of this movie and there was a pull quote on the front that said, I guess it's a movie, question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Stephanie Allen. <laughs> Jason, to you, would you recommend this? Oh, one? boy, Paul, thank you so much for asking. Um, you know, yes, I would say that people should watch this movie. Although, I will say, I was, I was not thrilled to have to pay $14.99. And I'm going to say, YouTube. I don't think you should watch the YouTube version because it sounds like it was compromised. Yeah. You don't um, even notice. It, I, I, it is a super, here's what I'll say. Um, and, and because I watched this alone in a, in a hotel room today, which is like a sad man's nightmare. Um, that being said... Sadder than the man on the 6 a.m. flight watching it next to the woman knitting? I don't think so. 
Uh, I think that, that speaks volumes of someone so cocksure to be able to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch this good movie here. Check it out. I, I, by the way, I'm not interested in morning knitters. Um, but I will say, because uh, this is a very unique thing that happened today. Who in this audience came here and watched the movie tonight? That's, that's how to watch this movie. To me, I'm like, if you have an opportunity to yeah. see this movie, obviously not with, you know, the 7,000 people that are yeah, here, I 8, think. Yeah, 8,000. But, like, if you can get a bunch of friends together, get them, make them, make them watch <laughs> this movie. Because I think it would have been a blast to watch in that context. Alone in my hotel room, I mean, you know, less interesting. Hey, uh, so can you clap if you did not see this movie? The balcony, of course. <laughs> balcony, balcony was like, I was drunk all day. Somebody Ubered me, somebody with B.A. Barakist me to this place. <laughs> woke me up, and now I'm here to party. And, yeah. if, and if Banzookas comes to the balcony, I'm gonna try and touch his legs. <laughs> so many leg grabbers. There's hey, a lot of- Hey, I know you want to ask a question. Don't grab my legs. <laughs> Just to put it in context, because I do think that this is kind of interesting, this was made in 1986, so the top three movies 85, in 85, 80, right? 86 is what I got. Oh, uh oh. I have Wait, 86. Did you watch the wrong movie? Listen. Did you guys watch a different movie? That was 85. We watched a different movie, but the exact same stuff happened. If there, is, if, there is some, if there is some issues there, there are like multiple reissues, so that may um, have been it. But here it is. So the top three movies of 86 are Top Gun. Crocodile Dundee and Platoon. So, like, just to show where movie making was, and then this kind of goes like, <laughs> whoop, like, just shot in there. Like, you and can't, it's so like, much give it too than much. All of those. It's you, so shockingly much better than all three of those movies. Uh, it is. And by the way, if you want to put it in the pantheon of how did this get made movies, uh, it also falls in the middle of Cobra, Howard the Duck, Maximum Overdrive, The Wraith, and Solar Babies. A great year for how did this get made cinema. Um, a movie that movies. is the definition of gratuitous in every way. <laughs> uh, this is it. All right, everybody. Thank you, DC. Thank you, Benson Ball. Thank you, Tick Nataro. Thank you, Stephanie Allen. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Great work, Balcony. We'll come back. Great to work, DC. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. <laughs> it's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.